following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Camera time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here at the beautiful, palatial studios of Star Worldwide Networks. And, uh, Blade, you know, what's you know what's different about today versus any other Saturday? <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> besides besides what happened to you last night, which we'll get into later. Well, we have we we finally have a pretty guest here on the show. <laughs> well, okay. you know, we have a a very special guest co-host because our man Dan is out on a mission today. He's actually uh, talking with the people over at ASHI, which is the home inspection network that he belongs to. It's nationwide. And it's one of those things that they said, Dan, I want you, and you're here. So I was like, who would be the most perfect guest host to have with with me on the show today and talk about all these things that we're going to talk about and that's the beautiful and talented Linda Hammond. Hello. Hello, Linda. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Thank you for letting me be here. Great. I love it. it and <laughs> <laughs> Miss America. Thank you, Blade. That Thank is you. perfect. Thank very, you. Always leave it to Blade to put in a good sound effect. All Mr. Right. Bird Parks, ladies Mr. and gentlemen. Mr. Bird Parks. You remember Bird Parks? Wow. Of course oh, I right. Yeah, remember. You and show it, your age. If anybody doesn't know, by the way, I'm also AKA the garage sale gal. Yes. And that's one of the things we're going to be talking about today because, you know, it's it's getting cool again. You know what? Some of the people. <laughs> that's the reason why you're here overall, isn't it? Not, right. Nothing to do with Miss America. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I've never been a Miss America. Oh, my God. Well, but, you had no you people have you know, wait till people see your pictures. A different idea. Aww, All right. But you. anyway, you guys are too kind. That's right. What do you want? The <laughs> <laughs> check comes later. No, just kidding. Yeah. But no, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. Obviously, you know, it's it's time to talk. It's getting cool. Thank God, especially in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It's getting cool. And it's time to actually, you know, get the clutter out. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about a lot of that in, in January and want to be able to have some of the greatest garage sales ever. You know, and Linda came in this way. Now, it's, it's bright and early here in Phoenix, and she's already hit part of the t- the circuit tour for yep. the garage sales out in the Scottsdale Phoenix. They're all over by now, and, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. That's no. why we left early. Um, yeah. Sure, we needed gas, but my goal was to stop at a few garage sales first. Yeah. <laughs> and we did buy one thing. I have a friend who collects cat stuff, and we bought, like, a, an old cat hook. For a so, quarter or 50 cents? Actually, or? it was a dollar. It was. I, I, yeah. Well, that's, that's high-end stuff. That is. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta remember one thing, too, because I saw I, – I was working in a house last week that – you know, the homeowner actually loves, loves to go to garage sales. But the one thing about it is that she barely could put her car in the garage because when the car goes in, all the stuff that she's got stacked around, it looks like the, ca- the car is in a cocoon. Wow. And it's I know. amazing. But and she's got stuff there that just like, you know, OK, all right, you bought it. That's really good. But she's got so much there. It's like. I think she's gone beyond the point of just, you know, going out to get a good deal to be able to have something for decorations or use because 
She's got too many things there. She's got more things than she has house for. I'll tell you, it's hard not to buy stuff when you go to a garage sale because you think, well, surely I can use that. If not today, then tomorrow. Because my, my saying is, if you love it, buy it. And you'll make it work someday, somewhere. <laughs> someday, somewhere. Uh, that's part. You know, it's hard when you're a garage sailor because you cannot pass up a deal. So it's tough. I feel her pain. Yeah, hey, do you find the- that negotiating is part of the fun, too? Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I run across several um, people maybe once a day when I'm garage sailing that don't like negotiations. Mm-hmm. And these are, of course, the sellers. And I'm like, come on, that's half of the fun for a buyer. You have <laughs> to understand that. And remember, we do not need what we're buying. We're simply going there and saying, well, if I see something I like, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. So the better deal we can get, the more likely we are go- are going to love it. And it gives us bragging rights. Yeah, it's just like, hey, you know what I did this morning? Well, you know, it's okay to have a garage sale. Do you go to garage sales? Occasionally, if I see something like, well, if I go to a garage sale, I'll see something for tools. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I'm looking for. If I see somebody like, if I see like a lot of tools outside or something like that. Can I give you a a hint? Sure. If you see a cardboard sign that's painted, that's usually a guy with guy (laughs) stuff. Good one. That's a good one. I'm just going to rip this box apart and and put a paint paint a sign that says garage sale. But when you see guys and, you see guys on the road like planting signs over by in front of Circle K and you just say he must have a garage I'll just follow him back. <laughs> Just follow yep. wow. I can tell the difference between a guy garage sale with his cardboard and his spray paint and a girl's garage sale with her. A girl always uh, gives more time to her signs. It's going to be pink background from, you know, a business supply stores. So it's going to be that solid cardboard stuff with black magic marker that just says sale in an arrow. That's your good sign because it really stands out. Cardboard is not good because you can't see it amongst mm-hmm. the cactus and the, and the bushes That's right. it, and it, the road. And the pink sign looks better than the box on the ground with the rock on well, top sure of it. Sure, exactly. like, it looks like somebody cares. It, right. If you care about your sign... That's going to make more people want to go to your sale. And you also have to understand you're competing against other people. Let's say you come to a street corner and there are five garage sale signs. I guarantee you'll want to go to the better looking sign. That's right. Because it just goes without saying that you're going to think, okay, well, that's got to be a better sale. Well, you know, that, Blake, that goes according to like the, the uh, memory hook for, for, for image home improvement. Image is everything. Yes. Right. If you say something that looks nice, Right, that's where you got to go. It's marketing. Do you Absolutely. think? Do you right. think that if if I as a contractor had a ratty looking truck and pulled up in front of Linda's house and I, I came in, she opened the door and she saw one look at my truck. Even I don't care how well I was dressed, but the truck looks like crap. Okay, mm-hmm. how is she going to think? What kind of contractor am I? Because that's if the true. truck doesn't look good. The work might not be that good. That's okay. a good you know? And then you're going to have to fight that. So you got to, from from beginning to end, you got to have a good image, even if it's a garage sale. And that's yeah. true. But at the same time, I don't like debt. So I'd say, okay, that's a paid for truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I like those big wraps, you know, where yeah. it says oh, Star Worldwide yeah. Networks on the side. I like yeah. that. No. no, you do have a good looking van. I just well, saw it out you. in the parking lot. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. We always try. Is we, that a wrap or is that paint? No, actually, it's paint with, it with paint. well, okay. part of it's wrap okay. part of it's paint okay so yeah we had a very good design 
person who designed our uh, background and some of our logos and stuff years ago when we started doing some TV. So I just took that and just transferred it and put it on the truck. Okay. So, yeah. So, but it's about time. I mean, you know, it's, it's got a couple of years on it. We're about time for a new one, you know, but I can't do anything with the wrap and put it in the garage sale. Hey. when I pull it off, it's. It's done. <laughs> hey, people can use anything. Yeah. In a garage. You never know what people might use that for. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But we've got a lot of other people on the show today coming in in our second hour. We've got Janice Brewster from First Impressions uh, Interior Design, as well as our longtime friend Kimberly Layton from Color Design Group. And if you're maybe on the fence thinking about what you're going to do and paint your home, um, you know, it, just because you live in Arizona doesn't mean that everything has to be earth tone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, ev- you also have to tender that with your HOA. You know, your HOA could have a lot to do with it because if you don't use those approved colors, you know, talk about horror stories. I'll share a story with you a couple of years ago. Um, a friend, uh, I came across a homeowner who called me and we wanted to do an exterior paint. Well, what happened was she had had her house not too long ago, before that, painted. But what happened was she picked a color. The guy came and painted it. Well, it, was, it wasn't really a great paint job. But the problem was she didn't get the color approved by the HOA. And it was outside the realm of that. And she tried everything to try and get them to approve the color. And they wouldn't. I mean, and they were going to take her to court. So she actually had to wind up painting for two paint jobs. Oh. Mm. So you got to be careful when you do things like that. Like I said, we went and saw a homeowner yesterday. He wants to add about 100 square feet onto the front of their home. And that's one of the first questions I always ask. Did you, did, what is, do you have an HOA and have you spoke to them about it yet? And this gentleman actually has covered a lot of the bases. He actually went to the city and checked the front setback from the from the property line to make sure that what he wanted to do was okay. He actually sent a rough sketch and a design to the HOA to get approval to make sure that because it was going to change the front look of the house, and that's obviously you know a big no-no in certain HOAs. They won't allow you to do anything like that because if it doesn't look like a cookie-cutter house like all the rest of the homes in the HOA, sometimes then they just won't allow it. It won't. They won't. They won't do it. The HOA I used to belong to when I had my first house when we moved to Arizona, actually, they were very strict the first, oh, my God, the first 10 years I lived there. And then all of a sudden, as time went on, and then I moved away, and then all of a sudden something happened. They got less and less strict, and they wouldn't even let me park my, my, a vehicle in my driveway with a, with a a sign on it or, or logo a wrap or anything yeah. on it yeah. because it was a commercial vehicle. Did it, my wife's car, we had it partially wrapped and we had to actually put, because we had another car in the garage, we actually had to put a cover over it every night. Yeah. So people couldn't see oh the sign. I mean, it was ridiculous. Either it's either that or parking on the street outside the HOA and nobody wants to do that because who knows what could happen out there. So. I wonder if HOA, they limit you from putting garage sale signs in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, a lot of times I, they do. It wouldn't surprise me. In my old neighborhood, we had a lady that would go for a walk and take down all the signs. So that's ah, one, and that is yeah. one reason I always tell people have a sign checker, someone who goes around to make sure the signs are still up or haven't you know haven't been stolen, haven't blown down, and they can put up a sign on the spot right then and there. So 
Yeah, you do have to check your signs all the time. What if you had a really cool LED sign, you know, oh, and you put it up there? Could you would, do that? Is that too much, too far? Oh, yeah, definitely. And plus, it wouldn't last. You'd yeah. have to stand out there with it. Because uh-huh. somebody it would, be would take it. Yeah, oh, somebody yeah, would take it. It would be gone. <laughs> all, right, so, all right. All right, when we come back, we've got more with Linda Hammond, the Garage Sale Gal, and all our guests right here on Saturday on Star Worldwide Network's Image Home Improvement Live. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Ride Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here Saturday and uh, overlooking beautiful downtown Scottsdale. And, it, you know, guys, it's just a great morning. You know, there's only one other place I'd rather be here than here doing the show arizona cardinals football stadium well well maybe well monday night watching netflix monday night they're playing (laughs) the jets i mean come on now there's another conflict for me oh that's right you know new york 
Arizona, you know, yeah, but yeah, I well, got to go with the Cardinals. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry, you, Jets. Well, you say that on the radio show, but that's not what's going to happen. Well, you know. Okay, you're going to sit there and you're going to pull for the Jets. No, you grew, no, you grew, no. Ah, ah, you grew up with the Jets and you're going <laughs> to yeah. end up pulling for the Jets. No, but no. you can say on the radio show you're pulling for there's the Cardinals. Nothing, that's fine. There's nothing like watching Larry Fitzgerald like in that commercial going long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I love yeah. that. Or watching any New York Jets quarterback. Oh, my God. Well, you know, it's like everybody has down years. Uh-huh. Well, look at the Cubs. You know, Dan is got Dan's gonna be in ecstasy. They actually yeah. got they actually got by the Giants. Now they gotta play the Dodgers. How how crazy is that? If they get by the Dodgers, guess where they're going? Go Cleveland. It's going. They're going. So they're going that to the world. From? I'm Ohio. I'm, oh. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. So there you okay. go. Yeah. All, right. All right. Can you say wow, wouldn't that be cool? Cleveland yeah, with, and Chicago. Yeah. Well, well no. plus they won the, the basketball. Yeah. yeah, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, wouldn't they bring the bring the um, the World Series Cavaliers. to Cleveland? And then they, can you imagine if Cleveland? Oh, can you imagine if Cleveland beat Chicago and Chicago missed again? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't want to be in Wind, in Windy City, boy. Is that the team with the curse? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. that's the team with the curse. Because okay. I got him last. I got Dan last year because we were talking about it when the Mets were had a little more punch and they beat the Cubs. And uh, Dan was a little bummed out, but then I got bummed out when the Mets didn't didn't win. So, but you know, hey, you know, it just wasn't our time. Cleveland would be cool. That'd be cool to have them in mm-hmm. the World Series. Cleveland would be, yeah. We could do another. Uh, what was that baseball movie that had the Cleveland with what's his name? Who? Tom Hanks. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Lee. No, no, come on, know, everyone knows. You it. know who I'm talking oh, about? Costner. No, 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 no. It was uh, with Wild Charlie thing Sheen. In it. Wild thing, With, that's yeah, it. Char- wild thing, yeah, Charlie Sheen, and and come on, Major League, Major League, oh, thank you, yeah, Major there you go, Major yeah. League, that was that was fabulous, a, that would be great, that could be a real life Major League thing going back. We just they see, see somebody in the stands bring on wild thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll, you know it'll happen, <laughs> it'll happen, it it'll will happen. That's mm-hmm. funny. All right, you know we're talking a lot about stuff that's happening here in the garage. You know, one thing I just want to have a quick sidebar. You know, yesterday we went to one of our network groups over in. Scottsdale, and this is something that actually uh, Dave Pratt is actually going to, and Star Worldwide Networks is going to be able to have a, uh, as they say in the old Star Trek uh, original series, that episode called A Piece of the Action. Do you remember that one? No, no. no. See, you don't I'm remember not like that? You. Come I don't on now. Show. It was back in the early 1900s when the gangsters and everybody else was around in those old time cars. Weren't well, you a strapping young lad of about 150 <laughs> pounds in high school at that point? Yeah, okay. I was. All I right. was. All That's right. right. Well, they're going to have in uh, in Scottsdale. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. They're going to have the Grand Prix of Scottsdale. And it's called the uh, on Friday. It's going to be Gatsby Under the Stars, where all the ladies are going to come out in, in all their, you know, nineteen early nineteen hundreds attire. You know, when they were dressed with all the flappers and everything mm. else, they're going to look. It's going to be a really great event. Plus, on Sunday, they're going to have the great the great race in beautiful downtown Scottsdale. And guess who's going to be driving one of those no one of those cars? I got some pictures. We're going to post on. Really, Linda, you're going to be doing. <laughs> that? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, look. I mean, see this picture. I got one of the postcards here. This is actually going to be. It's going to be really great. It's going to be. In downtown Scottsdale, um, if you want to go check it out, what it's all about, it's GrandPrixScottsdale.com. And the gentleman I spoke to who was actually the creator of it, um, 
uh, Napoleon, he's going to be here with us in two weeks talking about it on the 29th, which is going to be our Halloween Horror Story Mm -hmm. special show because that one, maybe we ought to save that. No, we don't want to save that. We want to hear about your your horror story today. But you could use it again on the 29th if you want. Okay. You know, because that's our Halloween. That's our Halloween. And Dan's going to be here. Dan and and Linda, this is one thing that Dan always gets me on because when it gets around the holiday season, he likes to put, like, like for Halloween, he puts, you know how they put those things on the windows like bat wings? Yeah. And then he puts feathers on for Easter. And Christmas time, he does... All kinds of crazy things. One it, time, it's an obsession. It's an obsession it that he has. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you could say it's an obsession like I have with Star Trek. But I bet you you could find a pair of those ears at a garage sale. Yeah, and you could find flapper outfits. And flapper outfits. Yeah, absolutely. Are there good? Are there good decorations? Holiday decoration garage sales. Oh yes. Yeah. That's one of the best things you can get at a garage sale. Decorations. Never buy there are so many things you don't want to buy at a garage or don't want to buy at a store, and one of them is decorations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can heck, you can change your entire decor at a garage sale. Uh, many times people get tired of like all Western stuff, so you go to a garage sale and they're getting rid of everything Western. And you could do a whole cabin from a garage sale. You could do your whole house from a garage sale. And you that, change them every year. Uh, you know, decor. Sure, no, you don't have to. But you know what's fun is to go in the garage and kind of shop your own garage. Yeah, and to say, oh, I haven't used this in a while. I'll I'll bring this upstairs, mm-hmm. you know, and trade it out. Now, if I could only start doing that, <laughs> <laughs> I, my garage is pretty uh, messy. As you were talking about that one lady, Steve. Oh um, my God, I, I got to tell you, that was it, it. It it boggles my mind when you see stuff like that because you can't. You know, God forbid, if you're looking for termites. That's exactly where they're going to be. And then the one thing, you know, I always tell you, one of the example I use, Whitney, you have so much stuff in your garage, and this is like out of sight, out of mind. We came in there to paint the garage, and they didn't have all their stuff out, and they had a whole series of books along the wall stacked up like mm-hmm. five, six high, okay? And all of a sudden, they went to move them because obviously, they, mm-hmm. I, and, and they should have had it moved anyway, but, you know, I, were, I got the crew there, and we were ready to start get, doing prep and masking. So they started moving the books. The books disintegrated in their hand when they picked it up because Ooh. the termites had come up through the expansion <gasps> board and started eating the pages in the books. So all these books that were very, you know, they said, oh, my God, these, these were valuable books. Well, why didn't yes. you put them in a place that had a little more protection right. mm-hmm. instead of on the floor in the garage? Yeah. yeah. And now they're just, they just went in the trash because you couldn't yeah. do anything with it. So what, what books are valuable anymore anyway? But, you know, come on now. Oh, well, there are some books that are Books valuable. are more valuable even though you have a digital file. I'd rather have both. Right, right. You know, one thing that's collectible, and not collectible, but one thing garage sellers like to do is buy textbooks at garage sales and then sell them on Amazon. Oh, uh, yeah. There are even Repurposing, apps for that. as they say, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can uh, definitely resell stuff like that. So, you know, you can buy them for a buck at a garage sale and end up selling them for $50, $60, $100 online. So your garage sales must translate a lot into eBay stuff and selling online and yeah, stuff. Yeah, eBay's not as popular as it once was for garage sale stuff. eBay has... And more or less become more stores that are on eBay. So Craigslist or whatever? No? You know, I think more specialty sites. Um, you'd have to look at them, but like maybe Google places to sell your clothing, things like that. Those are better places to try to make money on um, garage sale stuff. Mm-hmm. You can try eBay, but it just doesn't sell like it used to. At least that's been my experience lately. 
um, collectibles don't sell like it used to, and you don't get as much money. So, mm. so the idea we we're talking about even is yep. about how you don't you got to clean your junk out of your garage. Well, my God, yes. I mean, you know, I don't care if it's tools, books, or whatever thing else, but you know, it. I know in Arizona because most homes don't have basements in Arizona, right? And that's the only place that you can put it. I mean, right. I know I know somebody else who actually, you know, their garage is full. They've got storage, it, storage oh. in their yeah. backyard. It Ooh. almost looks like they've got a big backyard. They had started with like one shit, then it became two sheds. And mm-hmm. I swear, I think there's last time I was there, there was like four sheds in the backyard, all lined up in a row, full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's no and there's no there's no place for their car. Right, because they are, and I mean, and they do do, um, they do have like a uh, a handyman type business, um, but they've got their garage is completely full with stack stacks of tup like Tupperware and tubs of stuff. I mean, I don't even know what they have in it, but it's like they keep adding more places to store instead of like, hey, how about a big decluttering? Because I guess the question is. I mean, Lynn, you, you tell me with all the people that you've seen with garage sales, isn't there got to be a, a a line somewhere that says, okay, well they are they're purchasing stuff at a garage sale because they want to, and because that's like you said, it almost becomes like a hobby to be able to go do that and being a hoarder. There's got to be a line somewhere because yeah. when they get too much. Then okay, well, what do you do? They just keep buying. Right. Somebody's got to stop them. Right. It, you have to have a garage sale yourself. You have to start if you're buying and buying and buying. You just have to have a garage sale. And you know, you asked me, Blade, where people can sell. One of the easiest, um, no nonsense ways to make cash quickly is a garage sale. But you have to be willing to say, okay, I'll let that go for five dollars. Mm-hmm. You know. And but the thing is, if you buy it at a garage sale for a dollar and you can sell it for $5, why not? So try doing that. But one of the things, one of the first steps you want to do with having a garage sale is to try and gather the things that you want to sell and put them in a corner. That is, if you have a corner. If you, know, you have the way a corner, you're talking that's about, right. You may not have a place Well, to you can it. park in the driveway and make a big pile in the middle where your car was. Well, yeah, call it the garage sale corner or call yeah. it the garage sale side and say everything on this side of the garage is going in the next garage sale. That way you have a game plan. That way you can go into your house and clean out one closet at a time and it doesn't yep. seem so overwhelming. And then... When you have enough, and believe me, for a garage sale, you don't have to have that much stuff. People will come. Have a garage sale. Have several. Um, That way you start getting rid of stuff, and that builds your confidence. And it's a very cathartic feeling to get rid of stuff that's been bogging you down. Mm -hmm. So get rid of it and just start the process. Sure. I mean, that's what you got. You got to start somewhere. And if you got too much on your plate already, then, you know, somebody's got it. Maybe, maybe you need a garage sale intervention. Yeah. And here's a good intervention is my book, the garage sale gals guide to making money off your stuff. I've written a book on the topic. So if you need any help at all, um, go, um, to the website, uh, my website, garagegalgal.com, and you can see more about my book or, um, Google the garage sale gals guide to making money off your stuff and grab that book. And it's a good workbook. It's a good workbook to take with you garage sailing. It's a good workbook to make as a stocking stuffer for Christmas. And it really pays for itself. So one of the tips I have in there 
and this surprises a lot of people. A lot of the tips that I have in my book do surprise people, but here's one that does. And that is have your sale on a Friday, not a Saturday. Very good. Yeah. Fewer garage sales, so you have less competition. And everybody thinks they're getting ahead of everybody. Exactly. And you get the serious buyers on Friday because they want the best selection. And you usually don't negotiate as much on a Friday with your buyers because they know that you can typically sell, have another day to sell it on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Another great tip from yours truly right here on Image Home Improvement Live, Linda Hammond. All right, when we come back, we're going to have more tips for you and how to organize your garage for that next great sale. And coming up later on in the show, don't forget, Kimberly Layton will be here from Color Design Group along with Janice Brewster from First Impressions Interior Design. And we're going to get your home in order from inside and out. So don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- 503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, Homer's excited, and I know Blade was excited when it came in this morning because I told him Linda was coming. That's right. And, you know, he's, just, he's just, you know, smiling from ear to ear. I am. Wait, you'll <laughs> smile even more after 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> more ladies coming in. The women of IHI. The, the women. Do you, do you know, Linda, you know what he did one day? I had a, We had do to do tell. a best of show, and he actually went out, and he had a great idea. He had the women of IHI. He, had, he picked out all the best interviews we had with some of our a female guests, oh, 
good. And he put a great show together. It wasn't necessarily about the interviews. Oh, come on now. Yes, it was. (laughs) Okay. Yes, it was. Be nice. It was. (laughs) Okay. And some great topics, some great, great Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. see, that's what I always talk about. It's like some people are still stuck in the Stone Age where they think that, well, home improvement's just for guys. That's not the case at all. I mean, home improvements for women and for men. I mean, there's some great people out there, ladies that do home improvement. You see them on DIY Network and HGTV. And one of my one of my friends, Norma Valley, who was used to be known as the Tool Belt Diva when they had the Discovery Home Channel out there, she teach she taught women how to do home improvement because it's not just for guys. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just mm-hmm. like if you have a passion for what you do. And she loves doing home improvement. She loves teaching. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it. That's how we actually met. How we met way back in the early days before um, we ever got, you know, on uh, real radio and then now Star Worldwide yeah. Networks. We were on a, a, a little internet broadcasting company out of Glendale called Achieve Radio. And I, fa- I found that she had wrote a book, much like Linda, and I contacted her publicist and they one thing led to another and you know we've been friends ever since. Huh. It, hey, so, yeah. in, in your book is there a bunch about pricing in the garage sales? There is one special section on pricing and here's another one of those tips that people hear and they're like no way. But here's what I say. Don't price anything. Why? Because pricing things is the most tedious, time-consuming part about having a garage sale. And you have to buy labels if you don't price it exactly. either, so that's another thing. Yeah. And if you can cut out that step, you're already ahead of the game. You're already more likely to go ahead and have that garage sale. But there are so many reasons that I can tell you that you would benefit from if you did not price stuff. For one, keep in mind, you want to get rid of it. The seller, or The buyer wants to buy it. So... You see somebody walking up to your sale and they're looking at a cookie jar that you might have put a dollar on. But now let's say the buyer has been looking for that old cookie jar since they broke one in 1940. And they would put a higher price on it. So if you don't price stuff, you're likely going to make more money on it. So you let them make the offers, which oftentimes, you're saying? yeah, you let them make the offer. And then but you make you a also, snap decision on whether you want the, if the price is good, if if it's what you exactly, really want to take for exactly. it. Exactly. If you have too much, I know that's hard to do. And if you're doing a sale with several people, then you might want to price stuff. But I say make your sale as simple as possible. Make it as neat as possible, but don't price anything because again. And, you know, some people chide me for saying this, but I say if you see somebody driving up in a BMW, you are going to be so sorry that you charged a dollar for that candle holder when you see them pick it up. So, yeah, you know, people drive BMWs. I've seen Jaguars at Garage Sale. I see Range Rovers. I mean, people. Well, that's, that's why they have Jaguars exactly, and Range Rovers. Because they save money elsewhere. That's right. Exactly. That's right. For sure. so, yeah, but, that's, but Linda's right. That's not the first thing that snaps into your mind. First thing snaps in my mind is. Uh, Rich. Uh, right. Why didn't I put five dollars on exactly. that thing? That, you know? That's why you don't want to price it. Yeah. Because you're gonna throw out if they say, How much is this right here? Then you say ten dollars, you know, at least because you know right. they're gonna probably buy it. Yeah, you know, even or then even well, and then they won't haggle you that much because they'll probably just say, Okay. Or if they haggle you, they'll say eight dollars. And yeah. you'll say, Okay, where whereas you really would have taken one dollar. Let me tell you a great example of this. I remember it was one of my first summers here, and it was July, and it was 11 o'clock. That's hot, and I was having a garage sale. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to um, pack up because I had opened up at 6 a.m. That's when you open up a garage sale. 
And a lady pulls up and says, oh, can I look at what you have left? And I said, oh, absolutely. And she had a van, so I was kind of getting excited. She picks up a blanket. The blanket, and she saw this, it had a hole in the middle. And she said, well, how much do you want for this blanket? And I said, oh, it's hot outside. I said, name your price. It doesn't matter to me. And I'm walking around putting stuff back, and she looks at it again, and she said, well, will you take 20 for it? Twenty dollars. That was my best sale of the day. Uh, okay, now the question now is, how do you react? I said, "Well, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Trying to re- make them keep, trying to keep everything calm, right? That's right. I was jumping yeah, well. inside because I just had a few things that day, anyway, as it was. But I mean, oh, it was very exciting, and I learned a good lesson that way. Another friend was having a garage sale, and she said, so, Linda, you tell me not to price anything. Are you serious? And I said, absolutely. I said, please just give it a try. If you give it a try, you'll never never go back to pricing stuff. So she has a garage sale, and the one thing she wanted to sell was a kitchen table with six chairs. And sure enough, the first guy that pulls up has a pickup truck, and he says to her, how much do you want for the table? And chairs, and she kind of hammered, you know, stammered, and, and said, "Well, uh," and he goes, "I'll give you four hundred for it." She was hoping <laughs> for a hundred. She said, if she priced that table and chairs, she would have priced it at one hundred fifty, hoping for a hundred. And she felt so bad that she said, "Well, how about three hundred? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she even went. You're lower. a nice. You seem like a nice guy. Yeah. How about three hundred? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she made. She said, "I'm done. I've already made more money than I dreamt." And she only stayed up a few, open a few more hours. Very good. Now, yeah. you know what Linda said when he said 400? When we come back, I've got I've got a I've got a story I need to tell you about something that I've got from one of my clients who was going to actually donate this stuff or, or throw away. I don't know what, but I was in the right place at the right time. Oh, so I love that. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work let me make the choice a simple one for you az high-tech tile and stone whether it's a residential or commercial project az high-tech tile and stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes floor tile and shower walls and anything while using materials such as granite tile travertine porcelain and much much more az high-tech tile and stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile & Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. 
When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lifford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight Bond Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but uh... it's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for Tight Bond. Oh, right. Tight Bond. No hype, no gimmicks, just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, Blake, you know, one of the things that um, I, I know Dan really doesn't care too much about this, but, you know, the one thing that a lot of people are going to be so thankful for next week, any idea? It happens on, it happens on um, I think, Thursday. No. Any idea? <laughs> okay. It's the last debate for the presidential election. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so la the last the, one we have to go through. The last yeah. one you have to be, you have to endure if you if you like to watch those kind of things. The only reason I like to watch it is because I love to see the jousting. Yeah. That's what makes it's the tension. It's tension-filled. Yeah, it's you know? tension-filled, you know, and everybody, it's almost like, it. it it's almost like the um, verbal version of the WWE. <laughs> That's the only way I could say it, you know. But then on the other hand, you know, we actually hear, you know, we hear from a lot of our presidential people um, who are, as we like to call, friends of the show. And here's one, for instance. So, Mr. President, I hear Hillary's poll numbers are very high. Yes, and actually so are her supporters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just, you never know. You never know. <laughs> but then on the other hand, um, you know, one of, you know, we also have to give some, some, uh, Props to our outgoing president who actually, and I don't even remember if Linda had actually remembers this, but this is one of our classics from the show. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and tune into Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. 
Hey, Bo, Bo, get hey, get get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. Oh, see, that's one thing you got to be. You got to be. That? that was actually one of our old friends over from Clear Channel when we were over on. Uh, oh, so that wasn't Obama? No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm of kidding. course it wasn't. No, but that was one of our sound alikes. Actually, yeah, we have some good sound alikes. And I don't know who's going to do the next one. We have to figure out if it's a female. We have to find out somebody somebody to do Hillary. Yeah, and my husband. A, my husband could do Reagan. Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe, maybe those are the good old days, well, huh, David? Oh my God! Yeah, it's they like, were the good old days. You know, days. Yeah. the one thing they always got to remember, and I tell people this all the time: trust, oh, yeah. trust, and verify. Yeah, that's what that was one of Reagan's things, and you've got to do that. It's like when you go when you go to a garage sale, you got to trust and verify. You got to trust that the homeowner is telling you the truth about. Hey, the, can you make yeah. a living off of garage sales? I mean, you can. Uh, in fact, it's funny you should say that because one guy, I, I, you know, I wrote a column for ten years with the Arizona Republic on, on garage, garage sales. sales. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's, you know, uh, my background is in journalism. I was a television news anchor before I moved here, and. When I moved here, I actually worked at ABC 15 for a short while, but I was driving. It was before the 60 had been expanded, and it was taking me from East Mesa an hour and 40 minutes to get there to 44th and Van Buren, which is where they're located. I'm like, what am I doing? And I kept seeing garage sale signs. I'm like, I got to do something with garage sale signs. So that's when I started my website, garagesalegal.com. Then I started my column with the Arizona Republic, but also I appear on some of the TV stations as the garage sale gal giving tips and stuff like that. So I kind of created a niche out of it. But along the way, one guy I interviewed, um, he saw the writing on the wall with the banking industry. Uh, This would have been about 2006. And he... Uh, quit his job at the bank um, just in time before the bubble burst in the housing market. And um, he started going to garage sales and buying stuff for a buck or two and then selling it on eBay. So I think he is still kicking. And he was making $70,000 a year doing that. Wow. One time, get this, he bought a set of old golf balls uh, that had never been used. And they were uh, half purple, half gold. And I think they said like 1976 or 1973 on it or something like that. And it was nine golf balls. So three sleeves of golf balls, brand new. And he puts them on eBay. He thinks he's going to get about 15, 20 bucks for them. And they immediately go up to $700. Wow. And oh, did he put them in an auction thing? Yeah, he put them on eBay. That's, that's so what that's eBay all auction. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not all auction. You can do fixed price, but it's, he was doing auction style. He started, I think, at 15 bucks. And uh, went up to 700 immediately with multiple bids. Then people start contacting him, offering him $1,000 if he'll end the auction now. And he thought something's going on. And so he let the auction play out for seven days, which is how, most, how long most of the auctions are. And at the last 26 seconds, they went up to $2,700. Wow. And as it turns out, they were a collector's item. I believe they were... Uh, made by Ping before Ping ever made golf balls for the general public. Mm, And these were made for an Arizona church who had done a special fundraiser. And these guys in England uh, paired the money, came up with the money and bought them together. And I tried to get a hold of the guys in England, but I couldn't do that. They they never contacted me. I really wanted to do a story on them about why they wanted those golf balls. So you never know. And then he bought bought six... Big printers and thought he got a real deal. He bought them for two hundred fifty dollars, and they sat in his garage. Why? Because they were wired for European plugs. 
oh, for European outlets. The current, yeah. Yeah. So he couldn't sell those things. And, of course, they were way too expensive to send overseas. So, sure. you know, then you get stuck. But, you know, sometimes things like that at garage sales surprise you, and you can turn around and sell them for big money. And sometimes people even know what they're selling, and they don't care. I mean, you can say something to someone like, well, you know, this is a Murano vase, and they'll say, oh, I know that. And they'll say, I just want to get rid of it. That's, that's magic to my ears. I just want to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, one of the things I was, I was mentioning before we went to break, uh, we were in the middle of doing um, a, not a full remodel, but just a, like, we'll just say a quick makeover because this gentleman actually was trying to sell his home and he needed, a, he needed some drywall work done and some painting done and everything else. So he's got all this stuff boxed up in the living room that I could see. And okay, and one of the things he had over there uh, was a uh what they what the uh it want to call it a tilt back, you know, or the inversion table for your back, okay? And I had years ago I had made before I, you know, redid my shop area, I used to have the the Dubell concoction version because, you know, gravity inversion is really good for your back. It stretches out the ligaments. And, you know, with some of the back issues I had, it worked out really great. But it was, you know, as I was getting older, it was a little harder to, to, to use because it wasn't like an inversion table where you could just sit down, lay back, and, you know, it, you know the inversion does what it, it's supposed to do your back. So I said to him, I said, what are you going to do all this stuff? And he says, I'm going to you know, have a garage sale, maybe go out, donate some of it. I'm like, what are you going to do with that inversion table? And he said, you want it? I'm like. Yeah, he said it's yours, mm-hmm. and it was nothing, nothing wrong with it. Well, he's a fool because he could have said, "I'm trying to get rid of it for about 150 bucks." Yeah. Well, I, I just would have. That's what I would have. I would well, then. I, I don't care how much I love you. You're my buddy. <laughs> then I would have turned around and asked him how much he really wanted for it, and yeah. then I would have done what Linda said. Yeah. You know, negotiate, right. negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Yeah. Right. But no, he just gave it. And you know why? Because it was one less thing he didn't have to worry about. Yeah. So he just gave yeah. it to me. That has a money value too, doesn't it? If you don't want to, if you yeah, don't if you don't want to deal with it, what am yeah. I going to do with it? You know, and I got so much stuff laying there. Let's just get rid of it. Yeah. So now I've got this thing, which is really good because now I don't have to. What I was doing before was attached to my shop table. Now this I could just fold up and take it wherever I want. If I move, it's easy to it's easy to maneuver. You could put it in your house. You could leave it in the shop. You could put it anywhere. Put out in the middle of the compound, you know, whatever. <laughs> Every Saturday, do you head out to these garage sales out of professional curiosity? Do you get any tips you learn from other people out there? Oh, all the time. What's you the know? last thing you learned from a garage sale? And the last oh, thing that's I a good idea. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. That's always good. To uh, I'm not kidding you. I uh, I got, I can't say it was the last garage sale I went to, but some people are mean. Um, what I mean by that is I'm talking about other sellers. Um, you know, you'll you'll ask a price on something and you'll say, OK, I'll take it. And then somebody else will pick it up. You know, I, I've seen that. So kindness can go a long way. Yeah. You know, um, you know, don't um, chase somebody who has stolen a set of knives. One time I went to a garage sale and uh, this lady was all that is the lowest thing in the world you can do. I know this steal lady, from a garage sale. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. This lady is frantic, and I said, "What's going on?" She said, "My husband is um, 
my husband is uh, chasing somebody that just stole knives. I said, call them up and tell them to come back. I said, if they're mean enough to steal knives from a garage sale, they're ne- mean enough to do worse. Yeah. You know, so. I wouldn't chase somebody with a stack of knives in their hand. Okay. No, that could <laughs> right. be that could yeah. be a little hazardous. It could be. And they were hunting knives, too. So, Ugh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so be nice. Big yeah, smile goes nice. a long way. Yeah. Big yeah. smile, yeah. 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 Even so, if yeah. you don't feel like it. And you know what else? Actually, one of the garage sales we stopped at this morning, they were smokers. Even if you're a smoker, try not to smoke mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people don't like that. And yeah, yeah. your stuff smells like smoke as it is. That's so right. Try not to get it. Good. People aren't going to stick around if it's. Yeah. Walk like smoke. around the block. Go, you know, just go a couple houses yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and smoke do it that. there instead of right there. Yeah. So, Linda, what's the best way to advertise for a garage sale? Well, these days, a lot of people use Craigslist, but Craigslist, your ad gets buried. Um, so I like boutique sites, and one of those boutique sites is mine, garagesalegal.com, where you can list and look for garage sales online, um, because it doesn't get hidden. In fact, the sooner your sale is, the closer it goes to the top. So if your sale is in January, it's going to be closer to the bottom right now. If your garage sale is today, it's at the top. So, so wait to the last minute almost? You can. Absolutely. You can wake up uh, on a Friday morning and say, I'm going to have a garage sale, and post your garage sale. So... Newspapers are dead. You don't want to uh, post your sale there anymore. Uh, people don't look for them there anymore. And also, Facebook, you know, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Um, I've seen garage sales on or stuff for sale. People will be having a garage sale, and someone will post something that I may want. And so, you know, when we look, we look uh, for someplace close to us. So, do you market specifically your garage sale to your neighborhood? I always look for right around my neighborhood. I don't want to drive too far. Absolutely. One of the best ways to market it is, as I said earlier, our signs. Mm. So make good signs. Yeah. And, um, and one important thing, make sure you open early. Remember, I, I see ads that say no early birds. Come on. The quicker someone wants to walk off with my stuff, the happier I am. So you want people to come early. And guess what? The earlier you open, the more likely you are to close by 11 o'clock on a Saturday or a Friday. And that's great, especially in this heat. So open at 6 a.m. That is not too early. As I said earlier, when I came in, um, 8 a.m. is practically lunchtime for me. And for <laughs> you know, most garage sellers, they want a jump on the phone. Yeah, I know what I know what Blade wants to do. He's, I could see wheels turning right now in his head. He's thinking about how can I get the word out in my neighborhood? And the one thing that I came to my mind was, right, do you remember the Blues Brothers movie when they were promoting the concert? Yeah. And they had that big (laughs) megaphone speaker mounted on the top of the car going around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I could see Blade down there with the microphone. Come to Blade's yard Come sale. Come to Blade's yeah. yard sale. But You'll also, miss out. I'll do it at 5.30 in the morning. Get a kickstart. Oh, yeah, right. Ahead. Open up at 6. Yeah, you better watch out in the neighborhood if there's a lot of people out there with firearms. They'll make sure that uh, and there you, are. you're out of there. You want to <laughs> expand outside of your neighborhood, though. You want a sign on a busy intersection. So try and you know lead people that way. And remember, your sign doesn't have to be anything fancy, just as long as it's bright cardboard that people can see so i love pink that's why pink and then um it doesn't have to have the address the phone number the social security number you know you see all these signs with gobs of information you just want an arrow uh, a, an arrow eventually it can be just an arrow but stick with the same color so people know they're headed to the right sale Ah, uh, you know what i'm serious that's brilliant people 
change colors on you. You're like, oh my gosh, is this a different sale? Did I did I lose the pink signs? Now it's yellow signs. Is it the same sale? So and they're confused and they give up. They <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, yeah I know I would too. be. Yeah, but that's also where the sign checker comes in. Maybe someone stole one of the signs and that'll throw you off. Or and I've seen this happen. Are you ready for this? People post their sign over the other sign. And point you in a different direction. No different than politics, huh? Yeah. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> mighty. Uh, it, it's doggy dog world out it there. It is. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the garage sale world. <laughs> That's right. We found that out. It's crazy. It but, but, you know, again, getting organized is the first thing. And then deciding what you want to do. And, what, and I think one of the things, probably the hardest thing is understanding what you want to let go. And then once you've you're comfortable with that. I, you get the first couple of items out and sold. Then all of a sudden, some people, they decide, to, like, wow, that was good. Well, maybe I can really let go of this item or yeah. that item. Before you know it, you find more stuff that you're able to let go of. And, and, and it's funny that you say the words let go because sometimes that is one of the hardest things for people. And sometimes if I'm buying something that's been in the family 40, 50, 60 years, I say, look, I like this. I can tell you're hooked on it. If you decide... In six months, a year, and you want it back, it's yours. Um, of course, for the price I paid. But yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? I, I'm no angel here. <laughs> but um, well, that's you know, good business. Yeah, you know, and one time, I'll never forget this. I buy this old iron chandelier at a garage sale for 10 bucks. Two years later, are you ready for this? I still had it hanging in my garage. And this guy walks up, and he points to the chandelier. I said, it's yours, isn't it? And he said, it is I said you want to buy it back don't you and he goes I do I said it's yours (laughs) I hadn't done anything with it and it meant a lot to him he had had it as a kid I remember wow he had it as a kid in his room every room in the house had a chandelier in the center of the room and that was his chandelier in his home in his bedroom and uh, so he wanted it back and he bought it back see I wish the same price I wish I could find I wish I could have that situation and walk into somebody's house that I would meet off the top of my head, and then I look in his garage and I see my original 1970 Javelin. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I want it back. Yeah. How much do you want for it? I want it now. Wow. <laughs> or that the original Star Trek series on VHS. Uh, I, I bought a hard well, well, you know, I, got, I have those. I have those. I just The only problem is that it's like I don't have a VHS player anymore. Mm. What are you going to do with it? Maybe you'll find one at a garage sale, Stephen. That's what I'm thinking. No, no. <laughs> this is the only thing I know about Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. Oh, live long Same and prosper. Yeah, that's I it. Yeah. I know. Is I, that I, what I This is radio, isn't it? I'm yeah, that's okay. Thing. That's all right. Everybody knows the, everybody knows, everybody knows the Vulcan yeah. sign for live long and prosper. Yeah. Some people can't do it. I'm yeah. pretty proud. Well, you know, it, it takes practice. Yeah. You know, and our good friend, our good friend from uh, Star Trek Renegades, uh, who actually is always has I think she, in fact she was on the show I think she was on Ed's show not Carrie? too long ago yeah Chris what was her name um, Susan no now you got me now you got me Start throwing now, names now my out. brain is fried <laughs> now my brain is Lieutenant J thank you okay yeah Lieutenant J was here but okay. anyway uh, but no she's uh, she's like our our connection to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to be able to go out and, you know, if ever go to California, be able to go do that. You, having Talk about people, you know, talk about auctions when they had that. This was the greatest garage sale you could have ever had when they auctioned off all the Star Trek stuff. Oh, and yeah. they had this warehouse full of stuff. I mean, all I, I would have imagined, I, I would have loved to have a life size version of 
the uh, Voyager or the Enterprise that I could put somewhere like in my shop and hang it from the ceiling, that would be sweet. Well, I love to watch old movies, especially from the 40s, but also I love to watch, and I'm sorry, but I find it relaxing, old I Love Lucy reruns. How and, can Lucy ever be relaxing? <laughs> Lucy. Oh, my gosh. I love Lucy. <laughs> like Gilligan's I love Island. having yeah. her on in the background. But I love looking at the sets and thinking, boy, I wonder where that dish is. <laughs> I wonder where that coffee cup is. Sure. Because there are yeah. some things that I would just love to have. But I'd also love to tour like a, a studio's um, prop stuff. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, that no, would that be would so be fu- much fun. That would be fun. That was fun. Well, we live in Arizona, so we don't see a lot of that. But I'm sure, right. they, I'm sure there's a lot of that floating around. Los Angeles. Well, bet you you should Hollywood. spend a couple of months and go just do that for a couple of months in Los Angeles and see what you could pick up. Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be something? Oh yeah. She do a garage selling in L.A. is fun. I've garage sold in Hawaii. I go on vacation and I don't do touristy stuff. I garage sale. I do. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a tour. And you see a lot of ukuleles there. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that eight track yeah. tapes. Yeah. <laughs> eight track tapes. tapes. So. That's what I mean. And a lot of tapes. And a lot of eight track tapes with a lot of Hawaii Five-0 original <laughs> series. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That's just amazing. But, uh, no, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a talent. And Linda's got the talent. She can actually have you go out. And she shares the talent in her book. It's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Rochelle Gal's Guide to Making Money Off Your Stuff. <laughs> that's right. That's right, and make and that's what it's all about, making money off your stuff. And right now, we got to make some money with a few sponsors as we take a break, and we look forward to our next hour with uh, the ladies of the interior design, color, and everything else. Janice Brewster here from First Impressions Interiors, and Kimberly Layton from Color Design Group will be joining us, and we're going to be talking about changing the color of your home. So I want everybody to stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. 
Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila on the Double White Network. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here, Saturday morning right here in beautiful downtown Scottsdale. And we've got, as they say, we've got a full house right here with, with everybody in the house along with uh, the man behind the, the sneeze guard, as we like to say. Blade's here taking care of business, making sure everybody's wired, I think. What do you think, Blade? Oh, that's right. Blade doesn't have a mic anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. We've got a lot to go over today. You know, one of the things that we always see out and about is homes that actually, for one, need a makeover. Obviously, if, if it's an older home or even we actually saw a home the other day, the homeowners are just tired of looking at the stuff that was put in a track home, they're tired of the color, they're tired of interior stuff that needs to be done. So we thought that it would be a great idea to kind of like brainstorm that a little bit and get some great ideas, not just in the type of things and changes that you can make, but also in the colors that you can actually use, which is going to play a big part as far as, especially on the outside, in curb appeal. And we've got our two experts here today. We've got Janice Brewster here from First Impressions Interiors. And back, long time overdue, Kimberly Layton from Color Design Group. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good morning, Steve. We're doing great. Uh, yeah. Great. And great. great. We've got everybody here. All, and, and, Lynn, and obviously, Linda Hammond is here. The garage sale yeah. gal Hi. is here taking, uh, taking good care of Dan's position and giving us a great idea. Last hour, we were talking about the, uh, the things that you could do to have successful garage sale. And I think that's one of the things, that's a good place to start. Now we're going to get, now that we've got the clutter out, we've made some money on all our stuff, and now we can actually take care of what we need to do from the interior. So 
why don't uh, why don't you ladies introduce yourself? Give our listeners a little bit of idea of what you do and uh, what's your expertise. Janice, let's start with you. Okay. Good morning. Um, it's nice to be back. My biggest uh, offer to to anyone either building or remodeling is that I excel in uh, space planning, and the most important thing about that is to listen to the needs of the client. And uh, it's pretty much inch by inch that makes the difference. It, it sounds small, but it's really not small because you're using existing space, and, and pretty much everyone wants an elephant into a peanut-sized box. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's a challenge, but... I love it, and and there is a way um, through a lot of concentration on my part and a lot of listening on my part to create something not only that suits the needs of the client, because that's the most important thing, uh, and the space planning and the needs of the client, but then also the beauty, what it looks like. Everyone is thinking beauty first. It's not beauty first. It's function first. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Kimberly, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about of what your expertise is. Lord knows there's all kinds of new stuff that I even haven't even heard yet, so I'm, I can't wait to hear. Okay. So Kimberly Layton from Phoenix. I have uh, been an exterior designer. I sold paint for about seven years, and prior to that I was a real estate leasing agent for another seven years. And then I've had my own company since 2006, and we aspire to be one of the largest national exterior designers, mostly for apartments. But we do do homes, too, as well, just in the local Scottsdale and Phoenix area. But we also have a couple new companies that have launched. We've been doing the services under the umbrella of Color Design Development Group. But we do offer interiors by color design, landscape by color design, branding by color design, and media by color design. And all of those entities help really stir the renovation projects. And this last year, we've done 280 projects. Wow. And so I'd like to think that I'm the renovation queen. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hey, we, we, could, we could do a monthly segment with that, okay? The renovation qu- color queen. There yeah. you go. Well, I definitely agree with Janice. And I can remember the very first time I bought a house here in Arizona on my own. And we had been looking for probably five or six weekends my realtor didn't believe in the MLS, and so we were going through the neighborhoods and the newspaper. Just doing a tour. And I'd probably looked at, you know, probably 40 homes or so, and my friend pulls up to this house, and I go, I don't even want to go in. I don't like it. I don't like it from the outside. That's not my house. And he goes, I know what you're thinking, Kimberly, but you are the expert at doing the exterior design, so you can change this. And he goes, you have to see the inside. And when I walked inside, it was beautiful and the and you know what really attracted me to the house was all the colors on the walls and they weren't my colors but they inspired me to repaint it to my color palette and I think a very white and stale but room you know and or a house that doesn't have any life or colors on it is does not sell as quickly as a colorful house what did you do to the outside 
Well, it was slump block. <laughs> oh. What can you do to the outside? Not so, too much. Uh, I had wood trim, and I spiced that up a little bit. And then, you know, typically you don't really want to paint your slump block, but I did. <laughs> and uh, it worked for a few for a few years. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. You know, you find out a lot. Some people, they don't like the, the way the block looks finally, so they... They take the plunge and they say, "Okay, let's well, let's stucco just it. let's stuck." Well, yeah, that's another yeah, thing. Let's yeah. just float it out and stucco it, or just paint it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I w- went into one the other. Well, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was down in Tucson that actually have there. You find a lot of older homes in upscale areas, mm-hmm. like for instance, where they've actually gone back and they've redo redo the whole outside of the house, but they paint it. And this is one thing that sticks in my mind. In, they painted in white gloss paint Ooh. on the outside of the right. And I don't know why somebody decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they thought it Sun was easy, <laughs> e- or easy washable. I don't know. But, you know, to, to me, it, uh, a glossy looking block on the outside of the house just doesn't make it for me. I've got a couple of my contractors and, and owners that want semi-gloss on the outside of the buildings because for the same reason, it's washable and they think that the paint is actually going to last longer. But gosh, I'll tell you what, if they don't pick the right colors, that can be the shiniest, ugliest thing that you've ever seen. Oh, my God. It's just <laughs> And you terrible. can see all the skips and holidays and the stucco and all the defections that probably needed to be repaired before they put paint on the wall. <laughs> it's, it's because nobody did any good prep work. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, again, thinking about... Uh, the curb appeal. Yeah, exactly. Exact. Well, it's just like Linda had said in the first hour, we were talking about when you pull up in front of uh, somebody's house and you've got all your stuff out there, you know, either you, you want to make, again, a good impression. See, mm-hmm. I, like, I love how I could pull all these names. First impression, yeah. interiors, impression, you know. Blade, you know, I got to, you know, they tell me I have a, a knack with doing that. And he's not <laughs> even listening to me now. I don't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're listening. not. No, you're not. You're just looking at the next commercial. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, the impression is important. That's right. With, with garage sales, yeah. I always say you're the manager of a store for a day. Mm. So That's exactly it, right. You know, put everything together, you know, like items together, uh, electronics together, clothing together, and make people feel comfortable. Have light music playing. Uh, have the kids maybe uh, selling water or something like that. Hot Coffee. Times. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Or or you could have iced tea sitting on your lawn looking selling lemonade. Yeah, like commercial. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into, you know, what we could do to change the look and feel of your house and uh, have these ladies come actually and do, you know, they can have all the ideas and I'll come do the makeover and you'll have you'll have you'll have the team. What yeah. can I say? We'll be right back. Don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. 
So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a Realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to call your Realty Executives expert. Call today. 602-957-0444 or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. <laughs> All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And, you know, one of the things that, Lord knows, I haven't, I haven't been able to play this clip for Kimberly. For, oh, you mean I, the white? Right, I don't remember for how long. Welcome to the paint department, ma'am. May I help you? Yes, I'd like to buy some paint. That's, what would you that's like? about interior 12 years old between you and I. I know, I know. Exterior. We don't have exterior. We got interior. Okay, interior. You want that oil-based or latex? Oil-based. We're all out of oil-based. We only have latex. Fine, I'll take latex. Smooth or textured? Textured. Well, we got a smooth. I see. Flat gloss or semi-gloss? Flat nope. gloss? Nope. Semi-gloss. Semi -gloss. <laughs> you got it. You want it washable? Can I get it washable? Nope. Then I don't want it washable. <laughs> what color paint you want? What colors do you have? Oh, we got any color as Blue. long as it's white. <laughs> it's white. That's it. That's all we got. That's right. What do you think, Janice? Everything white? What do you think? No. No, I, it's the graying of America. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. It is the graying of America, except that I am madly, madly, madly in love with the, the beautiful blues that are available today. Um, I think I'm part No, I know I'm part fish. And so <laughs> I, I, I love the colors of the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that the depth of the hue and the value of it, of the blues is extraordinary. I think it's very peaceful, very zen. It really, is. Really? Yeah. What, what, let's talk a little bit about uh, design and color trends. Wh what's, what's in now being that we're getting? Oh, Lord knows it's, you know, 2016, it just seems like we were here talking, you know, early stuff in January, and now we're here in the middle of, October already mm -hmm. coming up on Dan's favorite holiday, Halloween. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're, the year is two thirds or actually three quarters are gone already. So what, what kind of trends are we looking at in design? What are people leaning towards? Well, you know what? Uh, the color trend for 2017 is supposed to be kind of a gray, purpley eggplant with a lot of gray into it. But, um, you know, that's a difficult color to sell to some people because, um, you know, it's just, uh, it can be a little bit feminine. And so we're seeing it in bedrooms and bathrooms, children's rooms, but not, you know, it depends on how sophisticated the color looks. But I always, you know, when I do a master bedroom, I always ask the lady, do you want to have more sex? <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh, yeah. And okay, so why don't you use more of a magenta or kind of a purpley gray color in the bedroom? Because then, you know, it, it, it is more psychologically to that degree. <laughs> yeah. 
They, that's a that's a good thing. What do you think about that, Janice? That's an interesting concept. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it's funny because people have their opinion. You know, it's each home has to be uh, presented to the client per their love. So if I look at someone's clothing or I look in their closet, I'll pretty much know the colors mm-hmm. that they love. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Uh, like men will say, I don't like the color of green. And I say, well, do you like money? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, what color is that? Well, all of a sudden they like green, you know, mm. and, and, and what color is green? What color is white? What color is purple? There's 50 shades of oh, every yeah. color mm. or more, yeah. right? So the graying of America thing is, you know, good general offering as a spec home, mm-hmm. but... I'm a very consistency is the key person. And so when we use color, I use it as accents. Mm. And that could either be an art or that could be in an area rug. Mm-hmm. But I like a clean palette. I do like a clean, consistent palette. Mm-hmm. And with accent walls, perhaps. Sure. And I tell you, with the graves right now, because most of my business is multifamily world, um, we look at all the different demographics and who's going to live there. And we had a beautiful project up at 7th Street and 101 called Seven Apartments. And they were testing the market with their newer apartment homes. They did a model in gray and a model in beige. And then their attempt was, was, we're going to do 50% of our apartments in beige and 50% of our apartments in gray. And what they found in the gray model was beautiful. I mean, really, uh, you know, hats off to the designer there. But when you look at a certain price point, those people do not and cannot afford to refurnish their entire uh, furniture package that they're going to live there with those gray walls. And not only that, but when you are shown a vacant unit and the gray and the walls are all gray, it's very cold. It's right. very contemporary, too. Yeah, and so they found that most of their tenants, in, as a prospective residents, moved in, they all wanted more of the beige that we've always known and can can you know furnish easier and stuff. And so they had to change their marketing plan, you know, to twenty five percent gray and seventy five percent beige. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Well, in a lot of times, people, you know, I think that's a big thing. Like you say, when you walk in. It could change the whole perspective of the home, mm-hmm. you know, of or the apartment, depending on what you you have, and you're looking at those gray walls. Well, depending on the, the how how dark it is, mm-hmm. it it could be a big. But it does absorb more light than the beige because the beige has a little bit more of a yellow, lively, you know, color mm. in the tint, and it just comes across as softer and more enjoyable. Well, here's something a lot of people don't think about when it comes to garage sales. We're talking about color. Mm-hmm. Have colorful things at your garage sale. Mm-hmm. And especially things that are sitting back farther so you get people to get out of their cars. There have mm-hmm. been several times when I've seen something that's hot pink sitting up against the wall. And I don't know what that is, but that's one of my favorite colors. So I get out of the car. Turns out, to be a, turns out to be a surfboard. You know? yeah, well, but, you know, it just got me out I of needed. the car. So <laughs> color is important at your garage sale, too. Well, so how about, about colorful, uh, you know, tablecloths that, I mean. Oh, that, yeah. just be fun. Yeah, make yourself happy, mm, you know, and that like means that color. You know, and I think design and color go so well that they're hand in hand because you could walk into a house that, may have um, a design that looks really good, mm-hmm. but if the color isn't 
attractive enough. It's not gonna it's not gonna give you that warm and fuzzy feeling. And I think Janice would agree. Like when you go back in and do a design for a remodel, it's like you know we've seen some of the people that we've worked together on where it's it's all about functionality as well as mm-hmm. w- what it's going to look like in the, in the long run and trying to give them an idea of uh, the attractiveness of it along with the functionality of it, which is something that sometimes you have to, um, it's almost like wearing another hat because it's like me, you know, when, when you talk, you and besides being a contractor and a radio host is that I have to go back out. Sometimes we have to be psychologists. Because you have to turn, yeah, it's the truth. You have to turn around and kind of more or less not try and sell them on the idea, but make sure that they see the vision that you're seeing. So this way you get on that same plane. So you think that's why most of my customers love how we design. One of the things that we do is provide visual imaging. And so we'll take a picture of their home or apartment complex, and then redo it. And it's a collaboration where I get my client on, they can be anywhere in the world, and they can get on my computer, and they're looking at what their place used to look like, and then they can see the transformation before they open up a can of paint. A lot right. less mistakes happen yeah. when you can help them to visualize. And and if, you know, they said, well, I really wouldn't, doesn't, I, I really don't want a blue door. I would really like a red door. It's a click of a button. Right. And they can see it and go, oh, maybe I don't. Yeah. Maybe I do. <laughs> well, you know, in, in one thing I want to just let all our listeners know, you know, Kimberly was actually really, I mean, on the cutting edge of this technology going back how many years now? Because you were you, you, you were wow. doing it. You were doing it before the paint stores had even a notion and that they could be part company? of it. <laughs> Color Design Development Group. Okay. So yeah, and we've got some really cool, you know, things that are happening that we're working on. Um, we're definitely designing our own color palette that'll be um, private collection. But you know, if you hired us, that you we would have access to um, very full spectrum colors, which are so wonderful because when you go into the room different times of the day, it just appears different. Mm -hmm. And it's more like, you know how you can look at a photo from a real estate agent and you know they paid to have that professional photographer take the HDR picture? Right. That is how the paint can stimulate you. It's amazing. And obviously, you know, like um, Mm -hmm. paint has a lot to do with not just – Besides the functionality of the design of the home, okay, the color will actually could change your mood. Like yeah. you had said. Well, sure. We have a rental home for sale, and the entryway was a beautiful orangish Sedona Mountains color. I mean, it wasn't garish. It was just gorgeous. And it's a small entryway, and the rest of the house is beige. And the real estate agent said, paint the entryway. Paint the and entryway. And we're like, oh, come on. It, it, it's a happy place. But we painted it. We caved. So what are your thoughts on that, Kimberly, that we, that people just don't like you to force color on them? Neutral. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would, I would defer that to Janice, but okay. I'm going to tell you what I feel, how I feel about the exterior, you know, going back to the story of, you know, pulling up to the first home that I bought here in Arizona, I would say that you do not want to have family gatherings, friend get togethers, if you don't like the outside of your house. And it is your responsibility to, you know, take care of and keep a clean home in the inside. But guess what? If you don't like where you live, they're not being invited over. And I, and I say that to apartment people all the time. I said, gosh, you know what? 
I don't care that you're remodeling the inside of your unit. I have to draw them in. Your building is your billboard. And right. if it's not screaming, hey, I'm on fire, I'm new, I am where you want to you know, park your car and live. It, if it doesn't do, if I can't do that for you, then don't spend the money on the inside. Right. Yeah. It's all curb appeal. Absolutely. It's curb appeal. It's all the yeah. landscape, the monument sign. All those things are married together. And you, and you really want to, you know, if you're coming up to a, a property that doesn't look that great, and then you have something wonderful to share on the inside, you've lost the ability to get them in the front door. But if your outside looks so good, you also don't want to have the letdown mm -hmm. if the inside doesn't match how nice the outside is. So they really have to hold hands and, you know, they really have to be together. You know, we were talking about that color, the purple and the, and the sexiness of it, the gray purple. <laughs> I think a house should have sex appeal. It should. And, and it's got to have the sizzle. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all about that. I'm actually all about how you feel, not only from the curb. Yep. But the second you walk in the front door. So I have walked into homes that I've done 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago. You still like them. And I'm like, whoa, this is pretty sexy. Yeah. yeah. This That's is right. pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't scream sex. It's just the feeling that you get that you're comfortable, that, that yeah. everyone it's else subliminal. is enjoying yeah. this space. Yeah. And uh, I don't think there's one. Uh, I'm going to say it. I don't think there's one that I've done. And I've done all the styles that I think. Boy, I'd like to live here. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah I so. mean, that's what it's all about. You always put, and, and, and again, you always put a little bit of you into what you do. Sure. And just because that's that's what makes us good at what we do. Yeah. My specialty is not interior design, but I do pick colors for homeowners um, here. And my con I, I use one particular paint contractor in town because he's the one who understands that when I go in, I'm going to use 7 to 11 colors. Wow. And he needs to know that he's got a lot of cut lines to make and he has to change out his paintbrushes and he's going to oh. have to do all these different things. But, yeah, I mean, we paint ceilings with color. We paint, we paint. you know, if you really want to have a cohesive color that you are in, enveloped or surrounded in, it may take four shades of blue to make it appear to be the same color blue throughout the room because the way the sun comes That's in and the way the lighting is. So there's a lot to do. And I always say this too, is that if, if you love art, then paint your favorite colors on your walls because then you will not put shit in front of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. That's amazing. Well, I, I, again, it's all in, in design and you want to be able to actually, you know, you, Colors are great, but if you don't have a, like, like for instance, doing a lot of colors, the right color near a stone wall accent mm -hmm. that could have been started out as a plain drywall wall, and then all of a sudden, you know, Janice came in, we redesigned the wall. Now we've got stone involved, but then the color that you put against it is going to be important, too, because it's only going to make the stone be more attractive. Or less. Or less. <laughs> you know, that's why you have to choose the right color. All right. When we come back, we're going to have more with the, as like the ladies of IHI. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. Getting the money to renovate your home has never been easier. All Western Mortgage has helped hundreds of families with their home financing needs, including renovation loans for all types of borrowers. VA, FHA, and conventional borrowers can take advantage of these programs. Give us a call, 480-237-3535. 
480-237-3535 and ask for Chris, the renovation guy. All Western Mortgage Inc., NMLS 14210, Arizona Banker 092328 Ranch NMLS 1074188, 4835 East Cactus Road, Suite 110 and 220, Scottsdale, Arizona 85254. All borrowers are subject to credit qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify as certain restrictions apply on all programs. The information contained in this material is not guaranteed to extend credit or lend. Terms and conditions are subject to change without notice. Equal housing lender. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show, This Old House? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. There we go. We're waiting for that big fat check today. But welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And uh, we are here with uh, Linda Hammond, who is actually our guest co-host today. From She is the garage sale gal along with Kimberly Layton from Color Design Development Group and Janice Brewster from First Impression Interiors. And we're talking about... Everything to change the look and color of your home. And uh, the consensus is during the break, we want to talk a little bit about choosing the right contractor for your project because that's important along with all the other things we're talking about. So, Janice, what would you what was your comments about that? Because I know you've seen some good contractors, some bad contractors. Actually, I've seen a whole lot of bad contractors. And the, what, what's most important is that people 
watch TV, H, G, whatever it is. HGTV. Whatever it is, okay? (laughs) And they think that either they can do it themselves or it's not going to be expensive or uh, they can do it in three days. You do not understand the process. They absolutely positively do not understand the process. This is a TV show, and it is backed by people that have that are gifting them countertops, that are gifting yep. them paint, yep. that are that are going to make money themselves by being there, staying there, and they're overnight. staging it. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. over a long period of time. It doesn't. Right. It just simply does not happen. And it doesn't way. happen in thirty minutes. No, God, <laughs> no, and no, it, it doesn't. And it doesn't happen in thirty days either, unless it's just a really tiny little. It doesn't even happen in thirty days for any job. Maybe you paint your house, but the, if you've got a good contractor, he's busy. He's not going to be there next week. The guy that can be there next week, he doesn't have any work. Right. You got to yeah. be careful about that. That's and this so whole planning, thing planning. about saving money by not using licensed, bonded, and insured contractors is going to cost you a fortune. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and the job may not get done, right? No, it, it, it might get done, but it might not. Chances are you're not going to like it. Mm. Okay, chances are it's not going to pass inspection. Mm. Chances are there's going to be about, I don't, it's just not a good idea. Well, chances you, are he's not coming back and you, you don't him? know where to find him. That's right. <laughs> how, do you, how do you find a good I he, ga- he gave you the taillight warranty like Dan always says. It, once, <laughs> when, he's, when you can't see that taillight anymore, he's gone <laughs> and, and it's over. And there's a whole lot of um, detail in drawings and and they have to be paid attention to. I have I have experienced so much of this where someone says, well, I know that the drawing was on tacked on the wall, which is where I want it for tile and other specifications. And, you know, the tile guy says, well, I just thought maybe I'd do it like, no, that's not how it works, okay? Mm-hmm. You do it, I don't draw these specifications so you can do it the way you want to because you and think that's it. what you want <laughs> in your house. It's not going to happen. I want to give a plug to Steve because... I, I have I'm familiar with all of his subs and they are superb people and that's what you want you want I mean you may not want to invite them all to dinner although I would but um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> but you, you want somebody that you can trust that you you know you don't have to watch every single day and I am telling you I'm the supervisor of the supervisor on a whole lot of jobs and I do have to watch them oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so um, I know we do. Um, one of the things that sets us apart from a lot of different companies is that we do a paint by letter kit and it's uh, foolproof, contractor foolproof. They don't even have to speak English if they know how to f- look at the page and see where the color lines cut, start and stop and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've got contractors who will just, you know, take a picture with their smartphone, send it over to us and we we cut it up and we make sure that they know what to do. And Sometimes, um, in, I know one ex- one time, especially in Las Vegas, I was doing a project, and the paint contractor says, oh, here, here's my change order. And the guy was like, what do you mean my change order? He goes, oh, well, I talked to the designer, and she wanted it done like this. And I said, well, I don't think you need to pay that because our, our paint-by-number letter kit went out prior, and... He had done it wrong and, and consulted with me and said, How, what, do you, what do you mean? It's supposed to be done like this. And I'm like, yeah, you should not pay for that $25,000 change order. He had to eat it. Mm. Do you do jobs all over the place? Cause you I talk do about all Vegas. over. Yeah, I do jobs all over the United States. But oh, wow. primarily, I say it's the winking smile. It starts in Seattle. It goes all the way to North Carolina. And then I get a little eye in 
Minnesota, another one in Kansas, and that's my Did you plan it that way? Uh, Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) It's everywhere I want to (laughs) go. All right. We're going to touch base with that smiley face when we come back. (laughs) Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double White Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to just uh, give a quick shout-out to and a big thank you to our good friend of the show, Doug Hopkins, who was here last week, and most of you know him from the hit TV show Property Wars. And uh, he actually had his uh, seminar this week that we actually went to and uh, learned a whole lot. He's going to be holding a uh, a actual a detailed seminar at the beginning of November and if you are interested in flipping any homes or want to learn about how to flip homes you need to give us a call email me at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com and we will hook you up or you could also google uh, Doug Hopkins winning the property war and you'll be able to go and uh, check them out and you know we were talking during the break about other parts of the country and, you know, and I think, Janice, you know, maybe you and I should talk to Doug about this because he, you, visit, you visit a lot to your family in Chicago. Right. Okay. I've, I've lived there for six years. One of Doug's new places that he's actually um, has people working, flipping homes, is in Chicago. You know, and um, depending on the time of the year, I wouldn't want to go in January or February when it's 83 degrees below windshield. <laughs> it'll bring back bad memories when I lived there because that was just brutal, you know. But but uh, there are certain things that can be done there. So you never know. That might be something, you know, I, I could go for a little Lou Molinari straight from Chicago 
or you know uh, Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder on North mm-hmm. Avenue. Ooh, great food down there in, Chicago. Food in Chicago. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Indianapolis is pretty hot too. Ooh, I used to live in Indianapolis. Going. I've got something going in Indianapolis for myself right now. Fix oh. and flip, yeah. Oh, oh there nice. you go. All I right. Love I tend to do a few more. I lived in uh, Carmel, just as, just north of Indianapolis, so little suburb, but we liked it a lot. And I did a lot of garage selling there. They've got great garage sales. Not in the winter. Not in the winter. Uh, no. You know. I heard I heard a lot. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining. I said, well, you guys are working inside. So what difference does it make to us <laughs> That's if it's right. raining outside? That's, That's right. right. <laughs> you know, think of, you know, Linda, you brought up a very good point. And I, I don't know I didn't ask you this in the first hour. In, in, in climates that are cold, obviously, in the wintertime, do you see anybody doing any virtual garage sales? Well, sometimes people do have garage sales inside. They'll say inside, you know, um, some people have garage sales in their businesses. I've seen that before, like in um, uh, someone in Idaho, I remember. Well, it wasn't that cold there. Where was it? Someplace that was really cold, Iowa or something, uh, had a garage sale a lady did in her business. So, yeah, um, don't let the weather get in the way of a good garage sale. (laughs) Well, there you go. We got to get rid of stuff all year round. But aren't the estate planning sales? Aren't those usually all indoors? Estate sales are Mm -hmm. always indoors, right? So, which are run by professional estate sale people. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can also, you know, try it yourself, too. Just just make sure you have lots of people. You know, another good idea, too, is like you had said before, thinking about indoors, why not, you know, for. Some of these other colder climates that have HOAs that have clubhouses, everybody bring right. their stuff to the clubhouse and yeah. they advertise it Do as right. a that garage sale. Garage and also sale. there's other places like apartment complexes that won't allow garage sales. Think about your church. Mm-hmm. Uh, think yeah. about your community center. Uh, things like that are great sources of places to have garage sales. Yeah, well, so, don't, don't let Mother Nature stop you. That's right. You know, why not? I mean, you know. And, so. and one tip here, sometimes if it rains... Most people will pack it in and say, well, I'm not going to have a garage sale when it rains. But guess what? The one person in the neighborhood that stays open during a rainstorm makes all the money. Makes all oh, the money yeah. Because the people are still looking for garage sales even in the rain. That's right. And I, <laughs> yeah, that that actually, that's a, that's a great point. Because and is it Fridays that are the best mornings? Fridays yep. are the best yep. days to hold, that? See to that? hold <laughs> the garage Because I've had some garage sales in my lifetime. You're going to make the most money on a Friday because fewer people have garage sales on Friday. Yeah. So, Woo-hoo. you know, yeah, you definitely okay. want to go and you're going to make more money on a Friday. I've lived in Arizona for 20 years, and my best friend and I have done 20 garage sales. Wow. <laughs> They're very profitable, especially okay. if you do it right. And you are in the industry of, you know, uh, seeing things and, and yeah, I'm you all know, about an emotional purchase. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, so you're going to set up your sale nicely. Sure. You know, it's going to be visually. I don't know how it works, but my girlfriend always takes the best part of the real estate. She takes my whole driveway. <laughs> Well, the presentation the, is everything. That's so. right. That's yeah. right. Janice, what what do you see with some of the transitions that are happening with some of the people that you've spoken to in their homes from um, where they were, where they want to take where they want to take their home and make it look obviously not like a track home? Oh Lord. You know, uh, okay, that's that's, that's really, a tough one. <laughs> no, it's not a tough one at all. The problem is it's a money issue, right? So um I wouldn't be a very good, once upon a time, I was a very good real estate agent, but today I see everything as a remodel. So, you know, that doesn't really help. 
<laughs> yeah. But but when But you see the but, potential. I, that's my that is exactly yeah. what I see. So that is exactly what I do. Yeah. So if you go into a track home and it has the barrel vault tile and it has the palladium windows and the windows are cheap and the cabinets are are what are they? Oak, pink oak, et cetera, <laughs> and so forth. Mob. Uh, well, all I all I see is okay of 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 I mean a clean, flat um, concrete tile roof right. and change out the windows and I mean the windows aren't going to last anyway they were the most inexpensive that you could buy that's what track homes typically do at a certain price point and uh, you can restucco the exterior to make it smooth I mean today everybody wants a cleaner look they do want more contemporary it doesn't have to be high tech contemporary it doesn't have to be cold but it has to have a cleaner look Okay, we're, we're no longer this heavy stucco, the interior walls, and we know why. We're not into we're, old world. No, oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, I, I have to tell you that it was really wonderful to do a whole lot of drapery because they're very, very expensive. Yeah. But today, everybody wants everything clean, and I do, too. Yeah. You know, we don't well, want Well, there's that cut. transitional style yeah. that's taking place where... People who want to be minimalist but really need function, like you described earlier. So it has to be more transitional where it's function first and clean. Well, <laughs> for windows, we can use the screen shades and some sexy shears. Yep, you, you sure know? can. There you go. Oh boy, there yeah. you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, we we ought to you know we ought to talk to we ought to talk to Lori Ebert. Blade, what do you think? We talked to Lori Ebert on the Thursday show, Sextacular. We could do a home improvement oh, segment. Wow. We'll bring the, I'll bring the ladies in. We'll talk We'll talk about colors and stuff like that. What do you think? He's smiling. <laughs> hubba, hubba, hubba. What do you think? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message over to Lori and see if we could work that out because I think that's that that's and she'll agree. She'll agree with all of us mm-hmm. that that's perfect. Now I just want you to know that this is not all about we care about women because we girls care about the men. Very oh yeah, much. absolutely. And one of my clients who I love dearly, I did a place in Hawaii for him. I did a number of places for him. But the first thing he said to me was, he called me Jay, and I love that. Um, Jay, I want a house that's a chick palette, a chick magnet. A chick <laughs> give me a chick mag- magnet house. I said, okay, Gary, I'll give you a chick magnet house. But when they come. And you have problems with them. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I can't. So I'll get him there, and it's your deal after that. And you know what? He got married shortly after. Did so. he really? <laughs> all right. Well, well you know, good, that's good on your resume. I think that we is. should. I think that's what we should also use. On, yeah, exactly right. Have a separate, have a separate like, like website for you know. Let's make your home a chick. Listen, I, you know that's that's not unheard of, in, in, in unheard of because. Honestly, I deal with a lot of men who own a lot of properties and mostly in the multifamily world, but I tend to tell them, listen, you're a number cruncher. I'm the decorator. Let me tell you that if you can attract the women just like a happy hour can, all the men will come. That's right. That's <laughs> they right. They all follow. That's right. <laughs> they want to know where the women are. <laughs> well, it's, it's, just, it's just human nature. Yeah. Just human nature. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, but it's it's interesting to take the, the the masculine side and the feminine side and and make them work together yeah. because women have a masculine side, men have sure. a feminine side. So the lighting alone mm-hmm. can make an enormous difference. And without lighting's the proper def- lighting, lighting's definitely big. Everything else you do is immaterial if you do not. And everyone well, you can't says, see color or texture without light. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. ambiance, <laughs> ambiance, and yeah. mood, and mm-hmm. I mean everything on a dimmer in public areas for sure. I like everything on the exterior and dimmer too. <laughs> I like mood. 
Yeah. Control. Yeah. So, so you like the sunrise and the sunset. I love it all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, and seriously, you know, a lot of people who are, have older older homes, they have, you know, that, that believe it or not, there's still some track lighting around somewhere, <laughs> but they've got to come down. Much like those Christmas lights, if I see another. How about, how about those kitchen dome lights? Those oh, got to go away. oh, they got to. Because that's the first sale. thing. That's the first thing I'll turn around and say. When I walk in, I'll see one of those. I said, "So, can I make a suggestion?" They say, "Sure." How about let's raise the ceiling mm-hmm. and get rid of that? Because Absolutely. you know, remember years ago, and I don't even know if it. Well, I'm sure you all remember that. Remember years ago when they first came out with the idea where they got to they they customize the domes. And do mirrors, and then they put fans in the middle just to kind of make it look okay. Then finally, somebody came up with a great idea. You know, we just need to get rid of it. Nobody needs it because it just makes the kitchen feel so much smaller because the ceiling's lower. Yeah, I mean, you get it that that you don't think that one foot makes a difference. Oh, huge! It makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Huge. So you've got to make sure to make it like, and then put some nice can lighting in, and then obviously recessed can lighting. And now, one of the things. There, you put LED lighting in, but then there's, we actually put some LED lighting in this kitchen remodel we're doing in Scottsdale because we added some lighting. However, the uh, the bulb intensity was more, for the sake of the description on the radio, more fluorescent looking mm-hmm. in that bulb and brighter Blue, than white. the other ones. Okay, so guess what? We got to come back. Because she noticed it. She didn't notice it when we put it up and we checked in. But at nighttime... Yeah. When it was completely dark and you turn those on because they're all they're all in the same circuit now, the older ones and the new ones, and you could clearly see the newer ones look are like it's she's like it just it's like it's like daybreak. The sun it's so bright. Yeah. So you've got to be able to do that. And they and also I'll, have uh, I think it's it's called Wink, and that's the app on your phone. But they have those uh, the Philips Hue lights. They come, and the the light bulb can change like six thousand colors. And my daughter, we were just in Costco a couple of weeks ago, and she bought this uh, l- colored light uh, on a strip. Yeah. And she put it all the way around her um, oh, dresser and, and her entertainment center where her gaming, you know, happens. And she can change it to any color, stop it, and then she can even have it run like a Christmas circuit light. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's really cute. And, you know, it, it wasn't much to do, but it added a lot. More, you know, sizzle. <laughs> yeah, mood. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly right. So you know, I, and again, mood and what you do as far as a remodel goes. Um, you know, you, you get rid of that old track home. One of the other big changeovers in design that I've seen a lot of. Obviously, some of the people that are still living with homes with the old entertainment centers oh that need to go either be remodeled you or mean just the ones go. that are built in. Yeah. The built in <laughs> just need to go away. They just need to go away yeah. because they they just don't make it anymore. It, it's, it's out of date and it dates the house. So you could actually go back and redesign the whole entire wall and, and, and update it. And we don't need all these niches and we don't need these heavy soffits. It depends yeah. on the HVAC, yeah. but Sometimes it would be nice to be able to see the HVAC because that's a pretty cool look, too, yeah. depending on where you're going. But, yeah, there's so many dated archways, and, and there was, everything belongs in its place, okay? But we are no longer, nor were we ever, in, living in Italy, not in Arizona, okay? Yeah. So no. the wannabe, are you the sure? wannabe Tuscans. Are you sure? Yeah, I am very sure. Yeah. The shelving stuff you can uh, Let's go for that Hollywood, the California look, right? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not sure really where it belongs except for if it's authentic and yeah. then it belongs anywhere it wants to go. Yep. But when you're uh, looking at a home that was probably built and sold 15 years ago for $250,000 and it won a wannabe Tuscan, it was never going, and there was no hope for it to be yeah. a Tuscan, you know? So we go in, and, and I love, of course, to move walls. We know that, yes, right? Yes, we know that. And open up space, and uh-huh. and, and and that's the deal. I, you don't have to walk into one room only, but right. opening up space will always make you feel like your home is larger. Sure. Yeah. So we want to do that today because real estate is valuable. That's yeah. great. Well, I believe color at its core requires a conversation, and it has to be with, between the client and the emotion and the, how they want to present their lifestyle because it is a lifestyle and we decorate to support the lifestyle that they want to have and live every day. That's great. Ladies, how can the uh, listeners get in touch with you, Janice? Well, uh, the best way is jbrewster729 at gmail.com or give me a call at 480 480- Five eight zero five five one two. I am reworking a website right now, so we don't have that available. But okay. uh, I can also be seen on house. Right, she has some great, great information on house. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Okay, so great. Good. And Kimberly. Sure, Kimberly at colordesignllc.com, and the number is four eight zero two five one seven seven five seven, and. Under Color Design LLC, you can find other additional websites that all carry out different functions of the lifestyle design. There you go. That's all right. We appreciate it, ladies. Thank you so much. Thanks so and, much. All right. Great. All right. You know, and it, it's been a, it's been a great show. Linda, I want to thank you so much for coming in today, being our guest co-host, and give our listeners a little idea how they could contact you. <gasps> GarageSaleGal.com. And remember, I'm no lady. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Linda with a Y at GarageSaleGal.com. And don't forget about my book, The Garage Sale Gal's Guide to Making Money Off Your Stuff. That's right. And then Blades, you know, we've, we've overloaded Blade today with information like you can't believe. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to go home. He's going to just go ballistic. He's going to explode. <laughs> you know? But by the way, Blade, do we have quick time for your uh, homeowner horror story? No. No? I want to hear this. All right. We've been teasing right. it for two hours. All right, we're gonna we're gonna actually we're gonna actually gonna go back and then we'll 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 take that up with Dan next week, okay? Fine. Mm-hmm. Does that work? This way it'll give you another week. It'll to still mull be happening it. next week. Just go with me on this. It'll still be happening oh. next week. Oh wow. You have no idea. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well, All Steve, right. thanks for having me. Hey, and Blade, no problem. Too. Thanks we, for putting up with me. Hey, no problem. <laughs> First time but not the last. Oh good. All right, sounds good. All right. I've told him that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we want to thank all our listeners for being part of the show today and listening. And don't forget, you can always call us. If you have any home remodeling needs, you can get us at imagehomeimprovement.com or email us at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. And remember, if you ever, ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. 